and that, uh, and that the perpetuation of this taboo would mean symbols like Muhammad would become totally immune to criticism. Including the opposition and so the debate was Dr. Craig Miller. Mr. Miller claimed that we should go down the route of not trying to offend. Sorry, let's just talk. Shit. <laughs> he claimed that this was a rights versus responsibility debate, and this is essential for people to at least consider the repercussions of exercising the right which they hold. He asserted that this reveling and causing offence wasn't getting us anywhere, and that we should accept the fact that we have to advance together as a society. Questions were heard from Mr. Johnny Finley, Ryan Neal, Finn Stoneman, Finbar Rogers, Nal Doherty, and Gemma Cannon. A vote based on House opinion was taken, which read 11 ayes, 11 nays, and 6 abstentions. And finally, a casting vote based on speaking performance on the motion, this House withdrawal amendment was taken, which read 7 ayes, 12 nays, and 10 abstentions. May I take the minutes as well? I just closed my eyes, I think I can't feel through the heart. Okay, so the format of tonight's debate is going to be as follows. I'm going to ask each of our representatives five questions. Um, they'll have 90 seconds each and no more to answer said question. Um, and then after those five questions, we will go on to some questions from the floor. Um, obviously, we can't really um, remove a political polemic from this debate, seeing as it's an election debate, but please be polite of other people's views. Um, so, I'm going to ask from this end that each candidate stands up and introduces themselves and what party they're from, and then we'll move on to the first question. Good evening. My name is Michael, and I'm representing the Democratic Unionist Party, the party that works so hard for North Reynolds. Our politicians work two jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, I represent the biggest party in Stormont currently, and I will try and approve you tonight for the job we're doing. Uh, my name is Ryan Neal. I'll be representing the Ulster Unionist Party. We don't really have any representatives, but I'm just glad to be here. <laughs> Uh, my name is Kieran Gallagher, and I am here to represent the Alliance Party for Northern Ireland. And I have no strong opinion one way or the other. <laughs> I am Jonathan Finlay, and I am here to represent TUV, traditional unionist voice, and I cannot make the same guarantee. <laughs> Champagne! Are you the only party or stand towards building an Ireland of equals across the whole island? From the slums of the north side of Dublin to the Afro-Caribbean community of Bally Murphy. <laughs> and for that stand, we come from the people, by the people, but we're at a safe distance. Having left the stage, I well, I'll stand for the foreseeable future of this debate. Ben Barr, please sit down. Okay, nice candidate. As always, that's a talk about the following. I'm Chris Sprout, and I'm here to represent the SDLE. It's a party with a long history of trying to bring rights to all men and some women. <laughs> <laughs> 
Maintain schools. It is an appalling uh, relic of Sinn Féin IRA sectarian agenda across the province. And those poor children are being poisoned with those awful esoteric Catholic ideas. That said, you know, integrated schools means that we have to mix some people in communities, and I just don't think that some of our good communities in the heartlands of East Belfast are ready for perhaps some of the more rougher and dear children to come into our good Protestant schools. So I will say yes, in principle, but with preservation. Okay, next, Mr. Ryan. Mr. Ryan, Mr. Neil. <laughs> <coughs> um, yes, uh, my party would hold a very similar view uh, to the uh, fear-mongering DUP. Um, <laughs> <wet. clears throat> yes, uh, integration is probably the best way to root out that ever malignant menace of republicanism and the Catholic enclaves of ideas that we have from these uh, sectarian schools. I believe that uh, an integrated education is a good way to instill these proper unionist values for the sake of business, uh, enterprise and Britishness. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> Please pay attention, Alliance. Do you believe that we should pursue an integrated educa education system? Why slash why not? Well, um, the Alliance Party thinks that the state of our education system in Northern Ireland is what you might call that beige alert. Um, I think it is in great danger. And at the same time, we shouldn't get too carried away about trying to solve this issue. There are many ways to solve it. I don't know what the answer is. Um, and I think the TV should answer that. <laughs> Mr Finney. Well, that would be the first time Alliance bothers to listen to the DU TUV position. <laughs> Sorry for the insult. I tend to get nostalgic in times like this. Back in the day, when Shinfi and IRA commandant Katrina Ruan was in charge of education. <laughs> we used to be able to make the subtle pun that Sinn Féin had been responsible for the ruination of education. We can no longer make such a pun only to say that the current education minister is very 
Dowdy. <laughs> we oppose integrated education. We oppose shared education. We oppose education. <laughs> it is no way to instill traditional unionism in the men and women, boys and girls. And no, I'm not going to mention those who don't identify in the binary of this country. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Finney. Mr. Rogers. Well, there is quite clearly something wrong with the Northern Ireland education system when a significant proportion of the electorate vote DUP. <laughs> and even worse, TUP, I'm surprised those people can spell X. I would point out that those Sinn Féin IRA schools, or to give them their moniker by um, Woody Fraser, pro V training camps, um, do here, here, do consistently perform. Do you mind? Do consistently. I will not boy down in the face of terrorism, unlike some other parties on this. Will you, will you bow down in the face of Alphabet? Continue. Our, <laughs> Thank you. Do our pro B training camps do consistently perform better than any orange king belly? Whatever. And also I would point out our God is bigger than your God. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Rogers. Sorry. Mr. Sprout. The SNLP is a party which very firmly believes in the development of <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rogers. But just to make it clear, you know, we're, we're not against Catholic schools. In fact, we're, we're very pro-Catholic schools, and, and we believe that even Catholic schools can become integrated schools. Where was the white flag in 69, Cynthia and I are, eh? It was on the halls of the Northern Irish Civil Rights Association as they were being And so, we really have to say that the SDLP trying to build together to a better Northern Ireland. Because really, if there is to be a united Ireland, Northern Ireland has to work, and the SDLP is the only party capable of doing so. I mean, I'm so sorry, but- Mr. It, Rogers! It, it says so much the SDLP has literally been talked over. <laughs> but anyway, go on. Thank you very much, Mr. Rogers. I acknowledge- your polite behaviour. <laughs> I appreciate that. But I'm done now. Yeah. Well, as you know, education is, you know, very close to the Green Party's heart. And as a party in which one of our core values is knowledge. We like to incorporate that with our views on equal opportunities. Divorce, diversity is very important for education and for young educational development. And as a man who is, in fact, two thirds dyslexic, blind, and has an instep, if I had been sexualized as a young person to a different education system, I may not have become and blossomed into the person I am today. And I want to strive for everyone to have that equal right. So thank you. Hashtag we create 
dairy free FML. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you, candidates, for successfully um, achieving no conclusion on that question. <laughs> question two. Should Stormont be doing more to protect wildlife slash the natural environment? What can we do? Well, thank you. Well, yes, I agree. We should be doing more to protect our wildlife and our natural resources. And that is exactly why I condemn the actions of distant Republicans in border areas, smuggling dangerous amounts of fuel, and no one spilling it everywhere. I mean, it, it, it just... It, it, it just beggars belief that these people can go around with disregard for humans and our wildlife. And after all, wildlife are God's beautiful creatures, and the Bible is the best basis, I think, to lead a government program. So yes, I am completely in agreement with that statement. I think yes, Stormont will rightly so pursue an animal protection program and uh, stand by this Republican smoking fuel. Thank you. <laughs> Question. Actually, I would like to bring up another point and, uh, about the environment and about uh, wildlife. Stormont can't do anything at all, so I think that's a moot point. Until we make it work, uh, we can't really uh, expect anything in that fashion. We walked out for a reason, we walked out uh, because of its ineffectiveness and inability to make any changes whatsoever. Uh, so really, the environment is second to actually making Stormont work in the first place. <coughs> I think it's rather rich uh, listening to the DUP talk about uh, environmentalism. This is a party, ladies and gentlemen, remember, mostly believe that the world is somewhere around 6,000 years old, which of course it's not. Um, and I think it's... What?! <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, I would just be behind us going to it sometime. Anyway, um, <laughs> as I was saying, um, I think it is important that we look after our wildlife. God knows there isn't any, it's, there's not much else that's particularly nice or pretty about this place. <laughs> Belfast as a whole, and the rest of, and any other civilised part of Northern Ireland is uh, a fra fit, for, fit for the Wicker Man sequels. Um, <laughs> And uh, yes, as for the wildlife, actually, I think we should do something. Um, I, I, um, it's good that we've brought the, the fans of the Northern Ireland football tag, uh, team back from uh, endangerment, and now they fill up the uh, fill up the Lisburn Road in their droves. Um, let's let's do another thing like that. Let's bring more uh, near extinct species back. Thank you for that very uh, roundabout point, <laughs> uh, Mr. Finney. Well, some might say traditional unionists are a near extinct species, but I think today the electorate has sent you a very resounding message that the answer is, but are you suggesting that you're irrelevant? I would just like to make a point about the environmental despoliation and squander that has been perpetrated by this DUP IRA loving. <laughs> Complimentary sticks of celery for speakers on this debate. Salams and pens. Complimentary sticks of celery while the European Union bleeds our fisheries dry, and that's not good for fisheries. Ladies and gentlemen, stand up for a traditional unionist. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Finney. Mr. Rogers. 
Shannon have done the most of any party to protect and maintain the environment of Northern Ireland by standing in firm ground in Kilbrony Park with an armor light in one hand and a ballot box in the other to defend the rights of the Catholic population of Rand. What about the rights and of the victims? And the thrushes and whatever else. Where was the rights of the victims in 1998, Mr. Nay? And you went into government with them? And whatever else may live in the good Catholic trees of Cabrini Forest. And also, we have long had, as part of our party policy, the policy of keeping Ireland tidy, throwing out the rubbish! Thank you, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Mr. Spratt. Thank you, Mr. Rogers. I would like to remember the House and the members of this panel that. <laughs> the SDLP is one of the few parties with practical experience in government of protecting the environment through our control of the DSD and DOE. And we were one of the leading proponents and implementers of the most runaway successful policy in Northern Irish history. The 5P plastic bag tax. <laughs> and really, we have obviously one of the strongest green records in government. So, I'd like you to talk on that. Well, it's hard to top that. <laughs> Who would top that, am I right? <laughs> not for the first time. Mr. You are not right. Okay, the sort of ringing phrase I want you to bring home today is environmental justice. So the Green Party stands for renewable energy and facilitating everyone with that. So we are as government stipends to help people install solar energy, um, wind turbines on farms, things like that. The future is bright and it is very warm. Global warming. <laughs> no, I'm right. The best sort of way to tackle that is to utilize global warming itself to heat ourselves and provide energy. Also, I want Storm to be waste free. No carbon going in, and no carbon going out, okay? You heard that, your monster? Yes, given the human being. Mr. Finley! <laughs> the driving home point here, though, of course, the obvious vegans. <laughs> so we're talking about environmental justice here. Vegans stand for don't kill your animals, animal rights, all of this. To feed 10 people with a beef burger, one cow dies. Wrap it up, Mr. Mulholland. To give one person who is a vegan an ear of corn, 50 animals die. <laughs> because, okay, they want more. Definitely wrap it up. More crops. <laughs> crops expansion. Animals are, that are burrowing in those fields are being killed. Animals that would have lived. Thank you, Mr. Mulholland. Question three. Both three. <laughs> Should we have cut the corporation tax to 12.5% or should it be returned to 20%? Well, the UP has championed this cause for quite some time now 
But um, I have to say, uh, Mr. Uh, Osborne, the Chancellor of the Exchequer, has been quite crafty and he is escaping our, uh, our reasoning and our, our, our calls to produce it because those crafty, dodgy ones with their NAMA deals in Dublin are taking away all the trade from Northern Ireland, which after all is by far the more trustworthy of the two provinces of this island, am I right? So yes, I would say the corporation tax needs to be reduced so that we can stop putting in so much money into the public sector because God knows there's a big public sector in Northern Ireland and to be honest we just can't afford it in government right now because we have to cut for benefits and stuff and a party that loses its voters but I'm not sure. And I want to round us off by saying that I think it was Foucault or maybe it was George Bush once said that big government is the Liberals while Glacial Tom was the Nazi party. Thank you Mr Beals. <laughs> Mr Neil. Well, it is the attitude of my party that we should absolutely uh, slash those rates. Um, we need to encourage business. Okay. It is the sensible choice. And uh, for far too long, that foreign nation down the south um, has been beating us to it, beating us to the punch. Do you mean you're right? Quite you. Beating us to the punch. Um, I think the Tory party policies are very much what we need to emulate here. We need to make Stormont function very much like Westminster functions. We need to become closer to our British allies across the sea. And uh, ultimately, corporation tax is too high to really invest much in the economy here. And that's really all we have to say. It is a sensible choice. Thank you, Mr. Mr. Gallagher? Usually I would have said, uh, that 12.5 is too low and 20 was too high. And if we just met in the middle with 16.25, um, that, that would be the right way to do it. But unfortunately, we're dealing with a situation where um, we won't be getting a lot of corporations into this country because uh, our third level education system is in tatters. Uh, we have a huge gap in resources and finance Partially because Sinn Féin and SDLP got so whingy and insisted that we had to keep St Mary's open. Um, despite the fact that we have like three teacher training colleges, we have a surplus of teachers, we don't need that. Close them down. Um, Queen's is a good school of education, that'll do. Anyway, um, as I was saying, yes, but we need to keep it down now because otherwise there's no incentive for them to come because the talent isn't here anymore. Thanks, DUP. Thanks, Sinn Féin. Did they like it? Thank you very much. Uh, plenty of talent to choose from. And Mr. Neil, thank you. Well, why aren't we investing? Mr. Gallagher, thank you. Mr. Finney. Well, I think it's a bit rich to hear from the party that brought the national flag down from our prime civic building about whatever you were talking about. <laughs> but, here. <laughs> Let me remind you that when TUV was founded, we were an unashamedly free trade, pro-market, pro-private sector party. But we nonetheless opposed the cut in corporation tax for absolutely no good reason. <laughs> that policy stands. Anything good that comes of this policy isn't real, just like dinosaurs. And anything bad that comes from it, well, what do you expect when you have a terrorist in government? As we can all see, Mr. 
Miller has arrived. <laughs> Mr. Rose. Champagne's policy on this is clear. And a crisp northern banknote to anyone who agrees with it. You've got a few of those there, have you? <laughs> uh, Mr. Rogers, I'm very currently unclear on your position. Can you please elaborate? Yes, tell us about your position. Tell us about your past. Mr. Finley. <laughs> Our position was sticking out at a safe distance. We don't like to talk about it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Mr. Spratt. Thank you, Mr. Spratt. SDLP is a party which appreciates any efforts in trying to bring itself in line with sovereign economic policy and is more than willing to forego any socialist or labour uh, morals um, to try and do so. But the SDLP. Mr. Rogers. The SDLP believes in us Mr. Rogers. To our and prioritising of our new emerging and value-added industries, such as tourism and encouraging SMEs to try and develop. Thank you very much. <laughs> So in the past five years, it was a um, fact that they impaired us. Mr. Rogers, Rogers. the public sector has grown by 10% in the UK, and within that, over 100 of those companies that have popped up are renewable energy companies. So obviously, from a Green Party perspective, you know this is very advantageous. This looks very good. But by keeping that corporation tax cut, we are encouraging this green future. The future is green, the future will be bright, there will be more jobs and more healthier people. So I just urge for this to stay up. Thank you all parties for some lovely rhetoric there. Um, now moving on to our fourth question, getting a little bit juicier here. What is your stance on abortion? Well... <laughs> Whoever says that a woman has a right to choose what's wrong? <laughs> you simply cannot take something as sacrosanct and as precious as the human body and give someone the freedom to do what they want with it. <laughs> an abortion is an affront to our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ, to all good Protestant morals, to Northern Ireland. And there are maybe cases of rape, there may be cases of fetal abnormality, whatever you want to call it. I still think if you're going to conceive, and maybe it wasn't so, you know, non-consensual, maybe, you know, God was smiting down on you and wanted you to have that baby, maybe you really kind of just, you know, were a bit consensual. But no, I would say that the DUP's position is completely crystal clear on this. We will not, with impunity, allow women to murder our young. I regret asking that question, Mr. Neil. Well, we were. 
very emotive issue, and um, with that in mind, we actually take a much more inclusive approach than, say, the DUP. Um, we're, much, we're very open uh, to discussing this, and certainly it is something that needs to be discussed. However, uh, that is not our focus. There are more important things to consider, and more important things to consider is the economy, is business, is is increasing growth and making This isn't really relevant, Mr. Neil. But it is, because no, no, the no, no. Isn't working. Abortion comes second to making it work. <coughs> Thank you, Mr. Neil. <coughs> Mr. Gallagher. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look, we in the Alliance Party consider this to be uh, a issue of conscience. And even if we did have a strong policy on it, uh, we're not the kind of party that actually makes our candidates follow those policies. Um, we believe in a, a much more liberal approach to um, conscience. I mean, uh, see, when a man and a woman love each other, uh, and, and mistakes happen, and perhaps uh, in those situations, maybe it is wrong if people haven't been careful enough. But uh, if a man and a woman don't love each other, and I, I'm going to stop there. Good idea, Mr. Good idea. Mr. Finley. Well, in contrast to the very liberal position that has been set out by the DUP. <laughs> take a strong, traditional unionist stance on this. <laughs> All of our MLAs vote against any change to the abortion laws. All of me. <laughs> and unlike the DUP, we will not rule over and let the courts decide this matter. What do you think I am? A lawyer? <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Finley. Mr. Rogers. From Royal Avenue to the frickin' stars, you will not be able to find someone who has any idea when life starts. There is no point having that philosophical... Thanks for the and IRA. We know when it ends. Certain is that there is a fucking. Um, by the way, I'm not actually Mr. speaking. Mr. Roger! I'm not actually speaking as shit fan at the moment. I'm just speaking as fucking treasure of the pro choice. Yeah. Okay. The, all we know for certain is there's a fucking epidemic yeah. as women are effectively made prisoners in their own bodies, fucking shackled by their own circumstance, in the most vulnerable position of their lives, forced to go off to what is effectively a foreign imperial nation. That's the champagne possession. Um, just because the fat asses of Stormont's won't get up just to do anything except share with each other. Point. No, I'm That's not. at least two fights. I am champion, I do not recognize your authority! You were speaking this pressure to the Pro Choice Society. Two fines. Carry on. I can't spell pro. Um, you can spell pro. No. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Rogers. Uh, yeah. Mr. Spratt. 
Thank you, Mr. Rogers, for your argument. <laughs> the SLP is a party filled with many strong individual women. <laughs> for example, Claire Hannah. She did do very well in the leadership Mr. Rogers. She's a lovely woman. And I, I myself knew many women. My wife is a woman. On that point, I very much don't. Best Neil! My wife is a woman. Some of my best women are women. Some of my favorite girlfriends. Be quiet, please, Mr. Rogers! I'm very glad this question was asked. It's a very emotive. <laughs> Even within the SDLP, our stance as a firmly and ardently pro-life party is constantly on constant revision. I mean, just the other day I was discussing with my local parish priest on the merits and lack thereof. Very much emphasis on lack thereof. <laughs> But the thing is that Wrap it up, we please, have Mrs. to keep in mind is we have to be very careful about what we say <laughs> and to whom. Because if we say the wrong thing, Thank you, Mr. you Spratt. might not vote for us. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mulholland. I'm done now. <laughs> I'll start. So, as you all know, the Green Party um, is very much pro-choice. We're all different people, we are here because we want diversity and we want that choice. For there were several parties today who brought up religion as something to bring up to block abortion. I can tell you now, if men could get pregnant, abortion would be a sacrament. This is real. I would ask you all now, if you were all Mr. Rogers! Oh, yes. <laughs> That's a good argument. <laughs> If you could all hypothetically think right now, if you lived in a world where you were forced to foster, if you didn't have children, you would put up a fight. You'd be like, no, I don't want to, because what? It should be a choice. And this is the Green Party stance on abortion. Go so great. <laughs> that's, that's it. Thank you, everyone. I do so love it when the seven male leaders of the parties of the island talk about abortion. Um, fifth question. Would Northern Ireland benefit from remaining in the EU? Mr. Beers. Absolutely not. I think... I think our previous finance minister, uh, Sammy Wilson, put it best. Uh, getting out of the EU would help us pesky ethnics. Mm. Furthermore, uh, EU membership has done nothing but bring discourage European Court of Human Rights at Strasbourg <laughs> over constantly lecturists about things like human rights, like this supposed homosexual marriage, the decriminalization of homosexuality. I mean, it beggars belief that a unionist, Geoffrey Dudgeon, could actually pervert himself to that level to go and seek European principles and lay in bed with his, his friends in Strasbourg and Brussels and defy Christian standards. 
And for that reason, I think leave the European Union would, would bring Britain, the United Kingdom, back into its own sovereignty and, well, make sure that no one who speaks a foreign tongue or practices actual Catholicism. Do you mean Irish? And tell, <coughs> and tell us what to do. Leave the EU. Mr. Neal. Well, on leaving the EU, I think the DUP and Sinn Féin should leave the bed and start working and making storm and fight. But, moving on to the question. Um, certainly, leaving the EU would probably be the best option. I mean, we're seeing an influx of immigrants these days, and, you know, I know many Romanians, and I know many people, Muslims, and they're perfectly nice people. And you also the shop They're brown. They're brown, which, you know, you can't help. But, certainly, they can do things rather very well. And they can benefit our economy. But, there is a very significant danger in letting these people enter unbridled. And I think having control over our own borders would absolutely be imperative, given the recent crisis. So that would be very much my party's view on this. Thank you, Mr. Neil. I uh, should inform the House, I've recently decided to, uh, I've had a change of heart and have decided to defect to UKIP. Um, <laughs> partially because I've just realised during this debate just how lacking in substance and character the Alliance Party are. Uh, but anyway, as I said, UKIP have a very, very strong view of the European Union. We believe in an independent Britain. And um, we believe our sovereign should not be Angela Merkel, but should be the lady staring at us or at least, uh, from down there. Not Mary Louise, but uh, Elizabeth II, just behind her. Yes. We do not need 75% plus of our laws being handed down to us from Brussels. We are perfectly capable of doing this. We've done it before. Long live the British Empire. Uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Gallagher. Wait, no! <laughs> Well, just if I, if, I, if I may break out of character for a moment, not no. as a traditional unionist, but as an actual unionist, the UUP have actually come out in favour of staying in the EU, so I would like someone to check this before, <laughs> before slandering them. Um, but on the question of what TUV thinks of remaining in the perfidious European Empire. Do you have any idea of the cost of remaining in this club? No. We haven't even been able to afford a colour picture of Her Majesty to sit in this Senate chamber. And let me tell you, you've got your own colour one behind you. The idea of The idea of French commissars or Belgian commissioners or Dutch princes coming over to Northern Ireland and telling us what we should do with our country is frankly shameful. Thank you, Mr. Finley. Uh, Mr. Rogers. I must say it. That after so many years of conflict, I think it is a great positive change that the Democratic Unionist Party have officially 
adopted Brits out as party policy. As far as they see it, there is only one union that benefits Ireland, and it is not based in Westminster. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Spratt. As someone, Mr. Rogers. As someone who had a slice of French toast for breakfast one day in 1975, I can, I can say that incontrovertibly. He's just trying to wake Spratt up. <laughs> I'm finding my time. Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Didn't the SLP is a smelling sort of and undeniably pro-union party. In fact, one could say that we are the most unionist of all parties at this table. We believe in a firm cooperation with our various partners in the union and respect our sovereign young called Juncker. <laughs> I bloody love the EU. Could marry the EU? I would. But I can't. Because I am a And the EU is the world's best intergovernmental agency. It is a tragic world we live in. But uh, I don't watch this show, although I do know that it brings a lot of revenue through the entertainment industry. But other than that, uh, I'm, I'm afraid I don't watch it. Mr. Gavin. It's a completely pointless question. Everyone knows the, the Iron Thread is not 
in Stormont. It's not even in Westminster, it is in Brussels. It's a completely pointless question. <laughs> I forgot you changed parties. <laughs> Mr. Billy. Well, I think... I think if the price of the Iron Throne is a DUP, Sinn Féin, Jimmy, Cersei, incestuous loving. <laughs> Not many Game of Thrones fans in the world. Then the only throne I'll be sitting on is the one up the stairs and the first on the right in the house bar, because I really need to go. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Finley. Mr. Rogers. It's quite clear for me. A champion as the only true Republican Party. Has. Mr. Sprang. As the only true true Republican Party of the last 10 years at least. Has. You know, to make the only legitimate claim to the Easter Rising and the legacy that it left. Sorry, what did you say? Never mind. Oh, I have thrown! <laughs> no, I watch House of Cards. That's a big fan of, of Game of Thrones. <laughs> and all of the dragons and hobbits. That's <laughs> <laughs> a party is really appreciative of, of the money that has been brought into the Northern Ireland economy and the tourism. Because that is one of our key economic standpoints. Such a frivolous and pointless industry as tourism. We want to make one of the tentpole parts of our economy because that will never fall down. <laughs> well, yeah, no, 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 that doesn't quite work now. Thank you, uh, Mrs. Pratt. Mr. Well, I'd like to start off with, you've got to vote for me. You take Game of Thrones now. That's pro dragon. If I was to seize the Iron Throne, I would sit on it, I would breathe in, you know, the ambiance. But then I would melt that down. We don't need iron in our community. I would make traffic cones out of that. Game of cones, if you will. I would then rebuild a throne made of willow. And then compost it. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Mulholland. Your commitment to the environment is truly inspiring. Um, we will now move on to some questions from the audience. You can either direct it to all of the candidates or to a specific candidate. Uh, we'll have just uh, 60 seconds for each of these questions. Okay, so who's first? Mr. Whitehouse. Um, as a young student in this country, tertiary level education is extremely important. How can the members of the panel guarantee I can receive an affordable tertiary level education in Northern Mr. Beals. To summarise what I'm about to say, uh, we can't. We can't guarantee that at all because times are tough and cuts must be made. And I'm afraid that third level tertiary education is just not something that the DEP uh, has as a priority right now. 
There are many more pressing matters, such as combating uh, the, the, the threat of paramilitary dissidentism, um, and providing protection for the cultural identity of unionism and, and all that that represents for our province. So, while it may be down the priority list, once the times have subsided, the hard economic times that we've fallen on, maybe then we can address your, your fancy little notion of third level education. So good luck with that. Mr. Neil? In terms of third level education, really the issue is not so much the price rather than the quality, and really we must increase the fees that we currently have in order to ensure that quality. Um, <laughs> Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> um, to ensure that quality, um, ultimately education is an investment and the investment that you make should be paid off in the career that you have. Now the issue is making sure you have the career when you exit that education and that we will ensure. We will increase business and enterprise through hope, togetherness, and most importantly, Britishness. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Neil. Mr. Gallagher. <clears throat> well, personally, I think you can get quality and price. I'll start that again. I, 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 I think you can get very good quality at a very good price. And the way to do that is to retrieve all the money that we send into Europe, because it is our money. And then we reinvest it in things like education. Um, and then we have better trade with Europe. We have more money coming into the, the country. And then the whole situation solves itself. And if it doesn't, I've got a big bag of money in my house. <laughs> <laughs> so do I! It's there just to fill up any of the holes in my mathematics, which I will admit is not good. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Gallagher. Please control your flailing hands in the future. <laughs> Mr. Finney. Well, I would echo every single one of the points made by UKIP, but I will still win because I'm Jim. <laughs> With regard to tertiary education, I think we can make massive savings by cutting down on Mickey Mouse subjects like art. Dance. <laughs> Irish. <laughs> Reason. <laughs> and frankly, ever since I narrowly lost out in the early 1970s the presidency of the Students' Union to some socialist yahoo, I have no interest whatsoever in tertiary education. Vote TV. <laughs> Mr. Rogers. In response to the previous speaker, I know exactly what my mother would say to him, and that is, do up your tie, put a proper suit, I sing man behind the wire! But, there is one, to answer the question of making tertiary education affordable for students, there is one clear way, and that is, move to Galway. <laughs> In the Republic of Ireland, they do not have tuition fees, but voluntary contributions which students who can afford it can make. And, if we all move, to the south of Ireland, there will be a United Ireland by default. Ireland <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Mr. Spratt. Thank you, Mr. Rogers. 
Is that your catchphrase tonight? <laughs> the SVLP is the party of tertiary education. Despite in our manifesto not knowing the difference between further and higher education, <laughs> we have a very firm stance that we want to refocus on either the STEM subjects or the STEAM subjects. To be honest, I'm not entirely sure because I changed the page and on one it said STEM and the other it said STEAM. <laughs> Somehow the arts had inserted self inside there and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that, that was a bit odd. So, really, we believe that students' tuition be, up, should be cut. We should be trying to stop courses from being closed. And don't ask us how we're going to find it, fund it. Because Thanks, we're probably Mr. never going to get to touch education again. But it's good to promise big and dream big. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Spratt. So, um, I think it's quite ironic that the Green Party is called so because we're very lacking in money. Um, only 50% of MLAs in the Green Party actually went to third level education. So I think sort of the focus that we sort of on is enhanced sort of education at a secondary level. Let people know that university isn't the only option. Yes, you can go if you have the money, fair enough. But we'll also like cut expenses at Stormont. I'm going to pay for you to go. Vote green and that'll happen. Oh my god. No, thank you, Mr. Neil. To fund. No, thank you, Mr. Neil. Listen. Um, I'm just wondering, um, very briefly, what are your thoughts on how we should deal with flags, parades, and the past? Mr. Beans. Flags, or as we affectionately sometimes term them, are a wonderful, wonderful institution in our gardens. They represent the best of our community, <laughs> the worst of our community, wait, no, sorry, the best of our community, that's that. Um, and I think that without them, our, the building blocks that hold society together would simply fall apart. You know, you hear some people, some councillors from some eccentric parties, like the workers or people for profit, going around their communities and saying things like, oh, when you community centre, oh, a library will help people, like, no, no one wants libraries, no one wants community centres. Good, working class, present people want flags to be safe in the knowledge that they are under Her Britannic Majesty's <coughs> majestic skies. So I think that flags, first of all, are a good priority. The past, well, imprison all outstanding Republicans who have not yet Wrap it up, please, Mr. Beals. On the runs are a problem. More flags. Not the other letters. Thank you, Mr. Rogers. Thank you, Mr. Beer. Mr. Neil. Well, on the topic of uh, flags, parades, and the past, uh, I will say this. A vote for the Ulster Unionist Party is a vote for change. A change I think we unionists can all get behind. <coughs> a vote to stay exactly where we are and resist the malignant menace of republicanism. And this is very much integral to flags, parades, and the past. In terms of the past and the victims, the ones that mattered, um, of all the violence, we have increased spending and intend to increase spending on mental health. Also, on the uh, idea of flags, period, 
Nationalist violence to our parades have been an increasing problem, and this must be sorted out. We are in the United Kingdom, we are in Britain, and there is a culture very much firmly cemented here and isn't going anywhere. And they should have absolute. The Lord knows you tried. Mr. Rogers! Quite true. We should have every Wrap right up, to express our <coughs> cultural heritage. That is my party's position. Mr. Gallagher? Well, as far as I see it, I don't know why anyone is getting so upset about this. Because, frankly, <laughs> what does it matter? Uh, a friend of mine in the Daily Mail once said that a flag is a symbol of sovereignty, not an emblem of it. So when they took down the, our beautiful flag from the City Hall, um, what does it matter? It might as well have already been down anyway. The only flag that really matters is the blue with the golden stars. Or the German flag. The story so about it. Mr. Rogers! No, not that one. Um, but that's all that matters. Irish flag, Ireland doesn't have any sovereignty anymore. Britain, Britain doesn't have any sovereignty anymore. What's the difference? We might as well be in the same country, we're just on two different sides of the border. Too ready. Get, get, <laughs> let's get out of the EU. Let's get out of the EU. Wrap it up, and we'll have a flag that is worth keeping. Thank you, Mr. Gallagher. As for parades, I don't know. I don't know what they are. <laughs> Mr. Finley. Well, after hearing the drivel and vomit and saliva and stuff being issued forth by the parties of rollover unionism and the flag-destroying alliance, you can. Oh yeah. <laughs> we are really trying to pretend you don't exist. Um, Mr. Rogers! Thank you. <laughs> Can't put the call here. On the flag, I had meant to go and get a Wrap union up, flag to bring to this week's debate. I forgot! And that is because of Sinn Féin IRA rewriting our past! Thank you, Mr. Finn. Mr. Rogers. Well, of course, flags are the most important issue facing Northern Ireland. Not jobs, or housing, or even education. Because most people in Northern Ireland are cultures. And cultures don't need money. They just need a rock to lean against. You know, give them a flag, the other thing, it's their birthday. Um, so long as it is our flag, not their flag. That's all I have to say on the matter. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Spratt. Flags and parades. <coughs> I remember when we used to have parades. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were called marches. Marches parades. which I won't go into detail here. <laughs> Instead, I shall refer you to our manifesto, unless uh, I'm sure many of you have read it before and there's no real point in talking, so I'll stop now. <laughs> Thank we you, Mr. Rogers. We control education, they can't read. Mr. Holland. 
Take down the flags, they said. It'll be a gag, they said. <laughs> <laughs> I, for one, say take it down because it's ugly. <laughs> I think our flag should be replaced. We should get a brand new flag. It should be made of raw, refined hemp. It should have like an overly embellished beetroot on it. Because you know what? That would be hard to beat. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> and on parades, last one I seen, maybe 45 minutes late for the annual conversazione. So get rid of that. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that was a <laughs> Holland, I will take one more question. Gay <laughs> Oh, oh. Do you want to ask one or not? Ask one, Gay Okay, hey, who wants to ask it? Go. I've already asked a question for the unionist members of the panel. You can. Yeah. Um, I was just wondering how the unionist members of the panel uh, can reconcile with their opinions of wanting to stay within the UK, but not adopting the big changes in the UK social policies on matters of gay marriage and the long-standing change on abortion and other such matters. How can you reconcile with this? Mr. Bailey? Well, no one ever said to be a union should be exactly what your paymasters in London ever did. I mean, the point about the Democratic Unionist Party is that we are also nationalists. We are not integrationists, small little big house units like the unions. We do what we want here. We decide our own morals, we write our own agenda. They give Scotland a lot of powers, and I don't know, they probably give some Wales some more too, I'm not sure. But yes, I mean, if England is being overrun by the hordes of Muslim caliphates and liberals and homosexuals, then that is just the tragedy of England. Thank God the Northern Ireland remains the bastion of pure uh, ethical thought. Uh, I want got my train of thought there. Yes, no, we do what we want, but we're still good unionists, and we are, we will follow the line London when it suits us best. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Beals. Uh, Mr. Neil? Well, we reconcile this quite easily, because we don't fight necessarily for Westminster. We fight for you. We fight for Northern Ireland. We believe in the people of Northern Ireland, and we believe in our policies. We have such great potential here, and we can absolutely invest in this. Now, in terms of the policies of what the people here demand, and democracy is a major part of our society. And there is a majority of people here, uh, at least to the feet of concern, uh, issued by the uh, Democratic Union Party, um, that has actually stopped us from coming through. And really, there is a lot of concern that we have for this, and it's a very emotive issue. I don't think we should run into these things, given the climate here. I think that's all we want to say. Thank you, Mr. Neil. Mr. Gallagher. Oh, look, You're I... not really a unionist, but you can speak. You can be. Yeah, you can be. Well, yeah. You can be. No, I, I, I don't have a problem uh, with many, many of the social changes uh, that have been established in Britain in the recent years being uh, adopted in Northern Ireland. I think it only makes sense. It would bring us uh, closer together. Um, not everyone in my party believes in uh, gay marriage, but I'm just speaking for myself right now. Um, because I'm a man. And um, the... I forgot where I was going. Where was it? Mr. Rogers! What was the the original question? Sorry, it was something about... uh, Oh, yes. No, Uh, the other part of your question about uh, the EU. Uh, The EU and... uh, ...have nothing to to do with each other. You're thinking about the European uh, Court. Completely different separate body. Don't twist the wires. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) 
because you don't do that on a regular basis. Um, Mr. Finley! Well, unfortunately, it seems DUPs, press officers, and spin doctors have all stayed home what you want? this evening. <laughs> they must have co-opted them all as MLAs. <laughs> so unfortunately, Mr. Beatles is playing to his core electorate, and I disagree with him on absolutely nothing. <laughs> Which is embarrassing for a traditional unionist. Vote to you. Thank you, uh, Mr. Finley. I will allow the other side of the house to respond. Mr. Rogers? Okay. Anything to say? Mm-hmm. No, that's the Go back to Britain. Okay, thank you. We're all right here. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Spratt, do you have anything to say? The SRP party has been very opposed to the, the agenda of the Tory austerity coming out of Westminster at this given time. And anything we can do to oppose the UK government's policies is alright with us, <laughs> including abortion, because, you know, we're kind of backwards. Mr. Mulholland? Oh, no, you're not. Sorry. If you're going any slower, you'd be going backwards. Mr. Mulholland. Well, I, for one, stand for equal marriage for all, but I also stand for gay divorce. I too, if I'm not in a happy marriage, want to be able to, you know, divorce my partner and collect my alimony money on a weekly basis. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Was that the question? We're going to let all of the parties sum up now. I'm going to give you all a minute to sum up. As a Catholic party, we're against gay divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Rogers. Um, I'm going to give you all a minute to sum up your main positions and why the electorate in the room should vote for you. Mr. Beals. Today you all have a choice. You decided the future of honour and once again our devolved assembly. The Democratic News Party is committed to keeping the past, the good parts of the past, where it should be. If, if we had our way, it would be 6 to 90 every day. And if someone were to ever ask what the theme tune to the DUP would be, Upon reflection, after first completing the sash, I would have to actually say it would be if I could turn back time by share. Because I wish sometimes we could turn back time and stop the encroachment upon our good values. Arlene Foster is bringing a new era of new democratic unionism which offers exactly the same as it did back in the 1980s. Found it. But I will say now, we will continue to stand up for flags, we will continue to stand up for orange parades, Wrap it and up, please, we will do yourself. absolutely nothing else to basically sort out the country at all. Fuck the UK. Thank you, Mr. Beals. Can I ask that as we are going along and as Mr. Beals has started a precedent, that each uh, <laughs> member of the House gives their theme tune to the party as well? progressive policies for the people and as part of this we show leadership and we showed leadership in no better way than when it became apparent that 
that Republican paramilitaries had not fully disarmed. I believe it was August last year. And this prompted, <laughs> and this prompted our walkout from Stormont. We removed our representatives from Stormont to represent you. <laughs> now, of course we wish to stand in solidarity, as we did for some time, with the DUP, yes. voters. Um, Wrap it up, please, Mr. Me. What's your favorite song? <laughs> <laughs> Imperial March. <laughs> Emphasis on the Imperial. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Neil. Mr. Gallagher. Well, not that it matters how you vote on a legislative assembly, considering most of our legislature comes from Brussels anyway, but I repeat my time. Anyway, um, I would though just remind people, uh, whether you are a nationalist or unionist, whether you see yourself as British or Irish, remember, um, whatever end of the spectrum UKIP occupies over the water in England, do remember, in this context in Northern Ireland, we're actually quite reasonable. <laughs> um, if my party were to have a theme tune, I imagine it would be uh, the sprightly march of the British Grenadier. <laughs> Some speaker of Alexander. Thank and you, Mr. Mr. Finney. That's March of the Resistance from the new Star Wars soundtrack. <laughs> Despite what the UUP will tell you, Stormont is working. It's working for the DUP, IRA, INLA, LOL, BRB, LOL JK. Nothing. And Moss. And Labour. Mr. Join. The real resistance. Vote TUV. Because remember, if he's behind me, you might as well be looking for him. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Rogers. There's been an awful lot of marching so far. <laughs> Mr. Finley. Thank you, Mr. Finley. Mr. Rogers. I bought him. Don't chip away my identity. You give me an identity crisis. Um, that's quite clear. Vital Sinn Féin. August, Erlingus. Our dear leader, Ger Jerry Adams, or to give him his affectionate name, Kanye West Belfast, <laughs> is the only party leader who really understands the plight of the ordinary fuckers um, out on the street. As, as he learned, as he was a young child swinging through the jungles of the Ardoin and Tanzania. Um, and uh, uh, any claim that he is a racist, or even a member of the provisional IRA. If our party would have a theme tune, it would probably go something like this. Okay. There's a skeleton that's hanging in what's known as Father's Room. A uniform so simple in its style. You get the gist. Thank you, Mr. Rogers. But he didn't speak the language. <laughs> Mr. Sprout. Thank you, Mr. Rogers, for the magnificent rendition of that song. I kind of called a wrong at the end. The SNLP is a rapidly changing party. 
there is a tonic to cynicism in this horrible grey world. We are a party which has one foot firmly in the future and another foot quite firmly in the past. <laughs> and we are being torn apart by some form of medieval torture. <laughs> but you know that you have to vote for us. Because you haven't the stomach to vote for him. <laughs> To summarise, our anthem would probably be My Perfect Cousin by the Undertones. <laughs> because we are the party of Derry. We and we do not have a chip on our shoulder. That's London Derry. No, yeah, two chips. London Derry. And finally, Mr. Mulholland. Oh. Um, <clears throat> So, vote for me. You have this chance for a cleaner, healthier, and happier future. And we propose, proper, or we propose to represent you and your futures as well as your pasts. So, whether you're gay. Mr. Rogers, please put down that. Sorry. Whether you're gay, dyslexic, colorblind, or have gout. <laughs> <laughs> The theme song of the <coughs> Green Party would be Work B Asterisk CH by Britney. Because <laughs> whether you may want a hot body, you may already have one, but if you're going to have one due to global warming. Um, the vote this evening will go on speaker performance rather than personal preference. Because <laughs> um, I don't want to know. Um, so, how are we going to do this? Can you get an STD on this? Just, no. <laughs> no, 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 we will be here all night. <laughs> okay, so we'll start with the DUP. Does anyone want to vote for DUP? Nah. Uh, UUP? I'd expect nothing different from the scum of Sinn Féin. <laughs> uh, UKIP slash alliance? <laughs> <laughs> that was two. That was two, right. Um, TUV? <laughs> Four? Five? We only need one. <laughs> Uh, Sinn Féin? <laughs> you want to go home tonight as well. Mr. Rogers. SGLP? <laughs> oh, yes. Just like you can I'm sure Brittany is also voting wherever she is. Yeah, we'll have Brittany. She tweeted me. Yeah, I'm Brittany. <laughs> 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 
The chair doesn't get The chair doesn't, but the person sitting in it does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, the very clear winner this evening is, God help us, the SDLP. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 